0: a day like any other day, Mary was uh, about her business. She was doing what young girls do at that time. And suddenly, a voice jostled her to reality and he says, Hey, Mary. Mary turns and there stood in front of her, this huge being, Glistening in white, imposing and flooding the whole room with light. Afraid, Mary Bows. Hello, my dear friend. This is Anne Ajadi with Dear Anne, and this is the Walk With Me series. This is where we walk on water. This is where we show the world what Jesus looks like. This is where we manifest what heaven looks like we are the brand managers we are the brand ambassadors of heaven here on earth and guess what it is that season again the season of joy the season of peace the season of glory the angel said glory to god in the highest and peace to men of goodwill joy to the world the king is here welcome 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 we will be talking today about, once upon a Christmas, the stories that touch the heart. And today we're looking at it from the angel's salutation to Mary and Mary's reception of the angel and their conversations, and we will transpose it to our present day life. What does this have to do with us? Hang on, my dear friend. You are about to find out. Let's look at it from the account of the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 1, beginning from verse 26. The Bible says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David, Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. Favored woman to a young girl? Let's continue the reading. The Lord is with you. Mm. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her. For you have found favor with God. You would conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. What more? Your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in our old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I'm the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Fantastic stories we read at this time of the year. We read of how Jesus came. Why did Jesus have to come? If you look through the Bible, you will find from Genesis to, to this point where we are at in the book of Luke. Everybody talked about the fact that Jesus was going to come. People looked forward to the coming of Jesus. At a point where we are reading this story, people were waiting for the coming of the Messiah. They were waiting for an earthly king that will rescue them from the torment, from the oppression of the Roman rule. So because their lives were filled with fear, degradation, all kinds of policies that are very untoward for human life and existence. And so the people really wanted a savior. The prophets had foretold. That a Savior will come and rescue them from their their oppressions. He will rescue them from whatever is plaguing them at that time. And so every generation believed it was their time. And this time, Mary, a virgin, a young girl, minding her own business. Last week we were talking about the fact that that same angel had visited an old man who was considered righteous even by God's standards, and the old man's response was in doubt. We excused it and we said, it is possible for you to have longed for something for so long you have become calloused, such that when that thing is facing you, standing right in front of you, you actually don't know how to recognize it. You may have given up on that dream. You may have given up on that promise. But guess what? What we also find when we took a look at that was the fact that God's time is not our time. God was cooking something. It may look like we have been having to wait for so long, but according to God's calendar, the time is not yet. So take courage, my dear friend. God is on your case. He hasn't given up on you. And you should not give up on yourself either. Today, let's look at this whole story. The story that touches the heart from Mary. Mary, a virgin. She was not the only virgin in in Israel. But God chose her. And that we know because the angel said so. The angel said that greetings, you highly favored one. Now, when they say that someone is favored, it means that there was there was a lineup and she got chosen. When they say someone is highly favored, it means that there was a streamlining and she still got chosen. God looks down God sees the heart. God knows what he's looking for. And he found it in Mary. And he had to get an angel to announce it. Mary was about her business. Some people think, oh, God is coming. God is coming. So I stop everything I'm doing. No, she was engaged. Remember? Bible says she was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph. Joseph himself being a descendant of David, the king. God had predicted that the Coming Messiah will come from the lineage of David. So Joseph qualified, yes, as a surrogate father, because he wasn't about to father Jesus. God was just going to borrow the womb of Mary. Remember, spirits need body, and God Himself is a spirit. And God needed a body to embody the spirit of Jesus. He needed a body for Jesus to come through, but he needed a sinless body. So he wasn't going to have it go through the process that Adam and Eve or you and I have to go through in the sense that we had to be conceived in sin. No, this time the Holy Ghost had to do it because if Jesus had to be conceived in sin, it would mean that he would not qualify to be God and to be man at the same time. What wisdom, what knowledge that this our father has. The Bible says in returning to the salutation that the angel said to Mary. Just picture it. Let's say Mary was 13, 13, between 13 and 17. Picture, what does a 13, 17-year-old know? But in the land of Israel, they start to teach their children from very young. So let's assume that Mary knew quite a bit about the coming Messiah, how it concerns her. Obviously, she wasn't thinking that she would have anything to do with it. But... The angel's salutation, the angel's recitation, the re- angel's rendition of God's message to Mary tells us that she did have a whole lot to do with it. You know, what intrigues me about the greeting is, hmm, they called her favored. And in time, we will soon find out what it means to be favored. Because, yes. God has chosen you. Yes, you know He it dis- separated you unto Himself. Yes, the circumstances of your life tell you so that you were a special breed. After all, your parents took a while. There, there was something about you that made you know and know and know that you were special in God's, um, in God's book. But you look at your life and you are wondering. If I'm really that special, why is my life running this way? I'll tell you in a bit. the Bible says to concerning Mary, Mary was confused, and she was disturbed. I mean, you're having all these visitation that don't make sense. it hasn't happened to anybody you know yes you have you are you are privy to many Israeli stories, but not this type. Angel has never visited a virgin before. Angel has never promised a virgin before that she would get pregnant without meeting a man. And now it is happening to you. It is enough to be disturbed about. And don't forget, angels don't come as lilliputs, they come as giants. And one angel killed 185,000 men. So imagine the size of that angel. So imagine that same angel being in the same space as Mary. The teenage girl in Israel, confusion, disturbance, you know, perplex perplexity. she was perplexed. See me, I'm, I'm struggling with English right now, but she was perplexed, and the Bible says she tried to think what the angel could mean. It didn't make sense. Just like many things in your life don't make sense. You just know that they are God. You just know that you are not going crazy. You just know that you are not imagining stuff. This is actually happening. And the angels' response tell us that for real, Mary was afraid. Because the angel said, don't be afraid. And I say to you today, don't be afraid. For real, everything that is happening around you is enough to cause you Fear. Everything in your world, in your life, everything is just going out out of work. But don't be afraid. And the reason I say don't be afraid is what the angel said to Mary. You have found favor with God. You ask me, how can I find favor in this kind of turmoil? How can I find favor in this chaos? Let me tell you, that thing that you are facing is your alarm clock that is showing you Causing you to stop and attend to what really matters. Causing you to stop and, you know, cognizance what God is trying to show you at this time. Don't be so mad at the problem. Don't be so mad. They may have died. They may have left you. They may have rejected you. They may have have maligned you, lied against you, and all of that. That, all of that, as, as unpalatable as they are, are your alarm clock. Causing you to stop and to consider that God's spotlight is on you. The angel continues with Mary and goes and reels out what's going to happen to Mary. So, in the midst of the turmoil, let's say you are very broke, or you are very you are left alone, you are all alone, and they tell you that you are going to have the whole world as your family, or you are very broke and they tell you that you're a billionaire in the making and you're wondering from where? I'm not even working right now. Or you have just been rejected by the people who should love you. You have just been broken by the people who should bind you up. And an angel, the word of God, uh, a word of prophecy, a word of knowledge, the word that we read from the Bible, the sermon note is telling you God is calling your attention. God's attention is on you and you're wondering. I don't like this type of attention. But you're getting it anyway. You like it, you don't like it. They've already handpicked you. And right now you're on the spot. And God is saying to you, like the angel said to Mary, you will conceive and you will give birth. I tell you, my dear friend, you will conceive, and you will give birth. You conceive a dream. You conceive a vision. You conceive a message. You conceive a purpose, and you will give birth. It will not be truncated. You conceive a baby. You conceive a husband. You conceive a wife. You conceive a business. Oh, you conceive, and you will give birth, and you will name him, Jesus. Whatever you are conceiving, the name will come from God. Mary got the name of her son from the angel. And the Bible says he will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. Now, my dear friend, because what you are getting is from God himself, what you are conceiving will be very grave and you will be very great. And you will name it by God. When people ask you, how is it? You will say, all God. You will say it is God. To God be all the glory. What you are going to birth in this new season of your life is going to be all God, none of you. Not that you asked for it. You didn't even know how to ask for it. How do you ask for something that does not exist in anybody's mind, let alone your small mind? And the Bible says that the Lord will give him the throne of his ancestor David. Let me tell you, what you are about to birth would be So great that it will transcend generations. It will be coming from God himself and it will transcend generations. People will look at what will come out of your stable and they will worship your God. Just like what came out of Mary's stable was enough to last forever. I tell you, if you harness, if you hone this very well, what you are about to birth or conceive will outlive you Last till Jesus comes. The Bible says, Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. In other words, I'm not qualified. I'm a virgin. I don't know the process. I haven't been enlisted in this process. I've never tried this thing before. I've never gone this way before. Those are excuses that we give. We forget that God is God who calls those things that be not as though they were. When God says it, it has to happen the way God has said it. Because God created the whole world by the word of his mouth, by the word of his power. He says it and it comes to pass. It does not matter what your circumstance is now. Actually, the reason that you qualify is because you don't qualify. Because God is the one who qualifies the the unqualified and the bible says the angel replied mary says the holy spirit god is the one who's going to cause it to happen let me tell you if you are anything like me you have moved a lot of things by sheer grit by this by the grind by the hustle but this season that you are going to come into is a holy ghost that will burst them inside you is a holy ghost that will move things inside you remember god said to Zechariah said, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Let me tell you, there are things that will be moved this season. They will, trans- they will make nonsense of everything you have moved all your life. And that's because the Holy Spirit will be the one moving them. In your life. The Bible says the power of the most high. It will not be by your sh- muscle. It will not be by your strength. It will be by the spirit. It will be by the power of the most high. Get. Let me tell you. Once God decides something. Nobody can say no. You know that song says. When Jesus says yes. Nobody can say no. When Jesus says yes. Nobody can say no. So that baby that career, that vision, that purpose that you are that your heart is is rolling around your heart now, you know you didn't you didn't you didn't you are not forming it, but God is sowing the seeds in your heart, it will be birthed and to prove it to you, the angel said to Mary, your relative, Elizabeth, is old is walking through the impossible right now. I tell you something, what you are going through, what is being conceived inside you, there are people that have been positioned around you who know the story, who understand the language, whose life history, whose life circumstances going through the same thing. And when you yoke up with them, it will be easier to bear because you would understand. When you're in the right company, whatever you're having to go through Or bear would be easy. But when you're in the wrong company, everybody's going to be saying, we don't know. It has not happened like this before. I tell you, it is happening around you. It's happening around you. God is doing the impossible around the people around you. You're young, yes. You are inexperienced, yes. But around you are people who have experience, who understand how to recognize God's hand. In something Elizabeth is old, she was considered barren, she was righteous, she understood how God in God intervenes in the life of a man, so Elizabeth is the one Mary is supposed to yoke with, and Mary was instructed to go see for yourself, girl, see for yourself that which God has spoken can never fail, and your response, like Mary's response, should be. I am the Lord's servant. I am in God's hands. Let it be to me according to what God has said. You may not understand it, but submit yourself to the process. It may not make sense to you or anyone around you for that matter. Because if you continue that story, when Mary tells her story, nobody believed her. Even Joseph decided that, you know what, I'm out of here. I don't want nothing to do with somebody who cannot keep the faith. That because they don't understand you. I tell you something, what you are carrying may be causing a a disagreement with you and your loved ones right now it may be causing some confusion right now because they don't understand it nobody has ever conceived what you are conceiving before that's all right you are in very good company it happened to mary and if it's happening to you just know that you are favored and you're highly favored for that matter the bible says that mary agreed i don't understand it i don't know how it's going to play out but i'm just going to submit to the process and that she did the bible tells us that mary decides that she was going to visit her cousin elizabeth i think we just may leave that to another day because that's another thing to unpack for you my dear friend i want us to know i want you to know that god hasn't picked you you made the cut Don't let anybody, don't let any circumstance tell you otherwise. You made the cut. You are favored. You are actually highly favored. Your pain, your woes, your troubles are what? They are the signals that the spotlight is on you. Don't waste the season. I tell you something. Joy has come to your house. Peace He's residing with you right now. Yes, there is no peace without turmoil. So guess what? God's agenda for you is for you to have peace, to have joy, for the glory to return to him. This season is your season. I want you to embrace it. Now, before I let you go, I want to ask you, have you subscribed to this channel yet? And if you haven't, how about you subscribe? There's good good content here. There's uplifting words of wisdom here. How about you? Let's share. Let's all grow together. I would like to hear your comment. What would you, which part of the Bible would you like for us to look at again and see how it concerns us? And in addition to this content, there are many other contents that comes from this table. There are books that have been written and they are all on Amazon worldwide. Walk with me in the footsteps of Jesus, strength for the journey. You will marry well. Navigating night seasons, prayer works, heart matters, life matters, walking in the way walking the way of the cross. And beautifully crafted, that's you. Before I let you go, I want you to please subscribe and guess what? I want you to have a swell time, have a joyful season, receive the peace of the Lord that he has brought you this time and your life will shine again. You will laugh again. oh! You will laugh again. You will rejoice again. Actually, how about you start to rejoice in advance? rejoice in anticipation of what God has prepared for you. I'll leave you for now. I want you to know this. I love you, but God loves you more. Happy joyful season, my dear friend. God bless you. Have a good day. Bye-bye.